We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Emergency edition of Light Years. Andy Lou, it brings me no joy to do these episodes. God, it feels like we do one once a year at this point. You, you know, yeah. Last year it was right on the edge of the playoffs. This year it feels even the worse because they're fourteen and fifteen. And I mean, you guys listen to our show. Uh, no one's happy with how the Warriors are playing right now. Uh, the last thing they need is the only guy on the team who's been consistent to go down. Um, so we got, you know, we're recording this Thursday afternoon after the news has come out. And Steph Curry looks like he's going to miss a few weeks. Could be could be two, more likely to be something like four. I don't, I don't know, man. Let's Let's get to it. Let's start with this. From Warriors PR, Steph Curry suffered an injury last night, underwent an MRI in Philadelphia. The MRI confirms Curry experienced left shoulder subluxation. A timeline for his return will be provided in the coming days. So first out, shout out friend of the show, Dr. Narav, for nailing that on the last episode. He kind of yep. danced around it. Yeah, um, What are your thoughts on them saying timeline will be determined the next coming days? Because that's uh, that's the part that's most interesting to me. Very odd. Very, very, very odd. The initial report from Sham saying reevaluation in a couple weeks, that makes sense. Warriors always do that. Well, we should report some of that as well. That made sense to me. That tells Mm -hmm. me that Steph will probably be back in a month, you know, Mm reevaluate in two weeks. And then in two weeks, they'll say he's going to practice in a couple days and we'll see how he feels in a week. And then he'll be ready to go. Like, tells me it's usually a month. Uh, this tells me maybe they read the MRI and didn't know what the actual time. It's weird, but let me tell you. Let me tell you this because it's he's out for a couple weeks at the at the very minimum. This is this is bad. This is like as close to sky falling down as possible. I know he's going to be back this season. He's not out for the entire season, right? So there's some optimism there, but this is not good. This is as bad as it gets for the Warriors. One, like you said, they're fourteen and fifteen. If they were five games above 500, they'd be fine. But they're 14 and 15. Uh, And two, their players aren't good enough. And I don't know if they are going to be good enough to bring them down for the stretch. So I think, yeah, this is is the worst possible news. I don't think we thought he was going to be back next game or anything. I think we knew. I was was hoping it was very bad. 
I had my, I was hoping he'd just miss the road trip and be back for Christmas. End of the day, you know, it's a crappy road trip, but then he's back for that nice home stand. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of this comes back to them playing poorly in the early part of the season because if they if they took advantage of that five game road trip in the beginning part of the season, went four and one, we'd be looking at an eighteen and eleven team who's in third place probably would have fallen to sixth or seventh without Steph. 100%. Now, 100%. now they're fighting for their lives. To me, yep. this Steph Curry spell, it's they need to survive and then go on a run. And the season just keeps getting shorter and shorter. But if they have one of those one and nine, two and twelve spells, oh, oh boy. Then I'm not I'm not so certain the front office isn't going to look at maybe going the opposite way on the season. You know what I mean? because of the luxury tax and all those things, there's a lot at stake over these next two weeks just for the Warriors to stay alive. Um, I want to I bring up Shams's quote before we get into the schedule stuff and talk about that. So let's do that yep. real quick. Shams stating that the, you know Steph will be reevaluated in a couple of weeks, and people are thinking... Sources tell me that Steph Curry has sustained a labrum injury in that left shoulder. Um, it's not believed to be super serious because, you know, it could have been a case where a, a torn labrum and surgery and you're out, you know, this jeopardizes most of the remainder of the season. But in this case, I'm told surgery is not expected to be required and he's going to be reevaluated in about two weeks. And the expectation, though, is that he's going to be, be out even beyond that, probably closer to a month before Steph Curry can return to the floor. It's, of course, a devastating blow to a Warriors team that's reeling right now and, and tough because Christmas Day is right around the corner. That Grizzlies-Warriors game was a template game for the NBA on Christmas Day. But no Steph Curry on Christmas Day and no Steph Curry for about the next month for the Warriors at least. At least. At least. That's, you think so? that's real. I don't. I mean, it's the, one of the best reporters that we've got in the game, right? In terms of breaking news, so I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna trust that's that that's right. Shout out to the Browns. Uh, <laughs> at least, dude, a month at least. Here's what that tells me. Here's what it tells me. I need to see three people step up in the next mm -hmm. month, or if it's two weeks, whatever. If we find out it's two weeks, great. It's still two weeks. Three people. Number one, Draymond Green. I know you want to get kicked out every game because you're not playing with Steph. He's already saying he's got a quad injury. He's questionable Friday. Dude, you need to step up. He got kicked out last night because he's throwing a bitch fit. Like, step it up. Number two, Clay Thompson. Hey, veteran, right? He's not going to play the back-to-backs, but he's still a veteran. Played a great against Boston. They need him to be better. Second Number highest paid player on the team. Oh, Prove it. You didn't know? even think about that. Uh, those two, obviously, you rely on your best. Number three is Jordan Poole. Uh, is Jordan Poole. You got to do your best Steph impersonation. Right, he was pretty good doing that at the end of last year, but he's been not good. We talked about this last night. He was not good, and now he has the keys to the kingdom, man. And you have good players around you. Andrew Wiggins should be back, uh, if not Friday one the next two, game. One to two more games, yep. and then he's back. Yep. Yeah, Kaminga's popping. Moody might get some minutes. James Wiseman just got recalled from Santa Cruz, so you know, like there are players. They, this team is not without good players. There are good players. They need those three guys who are the three highest-paid guys, to your point. Three highest-paid guys. I'm counting Poole's contract from next season. The highest-paid guys on the team to play better. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pulling up the schedule for those not looking. Two weeks takes us to 
basically Christmas day. It's a day after Christmas would be that two week reevaluation. So obviously he's out for the road trip. He's definitely going to miss Christmas. And then we're going to find out if he's going to have a chance to play any of that eight game homestand longest homestand of the season remaining. And really you look at the schedule, Charlotte, Utah, Portland, Atlanta, Detroit, Orlando, Phoenix, no back to backs all at home. We were looking at this as like a seven and oh, six and one. This would be where the Warriors would quote unquote pull themselves out of the play in and maybe get to that five, six seed if they had Steph. Now it's like they need to survive this span. I don't have a lot of faith that they're going to pick up a win on this road trip. Maybe they could pick up one. Um, but I think you're right on the players they need to focus on because if we, uh, Anthony Slater noted that he's hearing three to four weeks is what they're thinking. Just to just to put that into terms, three weeks would mean he could play on that January 4th game against Detroit, which is the fifth of eight, or sorry, the sixth of eight home games at Chase. So he'd get back on the homestand. If it's four weeks, he outright misses the homestand, and his first game would be something like in um, in San Antonio when they go back on and the And it's road. still an easy schedule. Moving forward from there, like it's not, it's not a, it's not an impossible outside of the next couple games. But you're telling me they can't beat Toronto on Sunday, like Philadelphia. Okay, I'll give you that. Embiid and Hart, like I'll give you that. They probably take that out. But Toronto and then the Knicks. I know the Knicks are hot, but those are winnable games for this Even team. Brooklyn. I mean, Katie is the man, but the, you don't know what you're getting from. Oh, I mean, that's kind of the nature of the NBA these days, though. It's just yeah, like it's everyone's kind of. Everyone's both good and both beatable at the same time. At the same you know? time, the yeah. Warriors definitely like right in that span of of good and just they could lost the freaking Pacers at home. Like it's embarrassing. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? 
you won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, All right, let's let's assume he's out for that whole homestand. Um, so you got the four games left on the road trip, Philly, Toronto, New York, Brooklyn, and then you got the eight games on the homestand. Obviously, Memphis on Christmas is tough, but after and I guess Phoenix is probably tough too, but everyone else in there is probably not a playoff team. And they we would call those all W's if Steph was playing, without a doubt. So you got 12 games here. Maybe Steph only misses nine of them. We get lucky, but let's say all 12. What do the Warriors need to be at the end of this for you to have considered it a success? Six and six. Okay. Six and six. Can they win one on the road? Can they win two on the road here? I'm going to pencil in one. I'm going to give them Toronto or New York. You just you have to. Then can you win, can you win five to six on the homestand? Uh, maybe, like, probably not Memphis, right? Because Jaron Jackson, Jaw, sure. But Charlotte? Utah at home? Portland's beatable, even though they have winning. Like you just talked about it. One, two, three, four, five. Portland, Atlanta, Detroit, Orlando. I know you just lost to all those teams on the road early in the season. <laughs> Get them back. Yeah. Get them back. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Get them back. Like six and six to me is a success. It still puts you as a middling team. But then you get You're probably still back. in the play-in. But the the key for that would me be a success, is, dude, if they were still in the play-in, stay in the play-in. I don't want to see you below the Lakers. That's like my concern right now is the Warriors are fourteen and fifteen, the Lakers are eleven and sixteen. It's not hard to imagine the Warriors going on a bad losing streak and falling below the Lakers into OKC Houston territory. Um, that's what they need to avoid. I agree with you on the six and six and. I kind of wanted to get back to the who you're talking about, who needs to step up. For me, it starts, it's Draymond and Clay. Um, I think if you get playoff locked in Draymond, pool will come around. Like honestly, like Draymond, let him run the offense and just have pool run around and do a Steph impression. That alone should get more out of pool. But it really has to start with with Draymond and Clay. They've been disappointing for most of the season, even though Draymond's played relatively well, like everything from the punch to checking out when things don't go well, he's been disappointing from a leadership standpoint. Right. Yeah. Um, and Clay's play has just been frenetic. Sometimes he looks like clay. Other times it's like, what, what's going on now? It's now it's their time. Jordan Poole's is not Steph Curry, but he can do a Steph Curry light impression for 10 games. Yeah. If, Absolutely. If if Clay and Draymond lock in the way that they're capable of, I think you're going to get that pool we saw last year, who's like a poor man Steph. Um, and that should be enough on what is a relatively light part of the schedule to just keep them alive. Just be be twenty and twenty one at the end of these twelve games. Don't be four, you know sixteen and twenty four. That's what I'm afraid. I I, w- I won't say season's over if it's 16 or 24. We got we got hey we got downloads that we need to hit guys. Okay, so we need you guys to stay with us. But um, no, but seriously, they have too many good players to be 16 and 24 at the end of this. Wiggins again. Wiggins is coming back. That's been their second. It, it would be player. a. Would you agree with me if they if the worst case happens and they go like 12 and sorry two and two and ten 
over that 12, it's a, it's, it's a leadership thing. It's a, like, it's, it's not a, it's not a talent thing. It's a Draymond. You don't want to do it. This is too hard for you. That's an embarrassment. If they do, Mm -hmm. I I actually didn't know the schedule until you pulled this up here. Um, And I'm, I'm literally looking at just Charlotte. I'm going to say it again for the fourth time, Charlotte, Utah, Portland, Atlanta, Detroit, Orlando, Phoenix, San Antonio, Chicago. I know I'm going into the rest and then Washington, but some of those are road games, but dude, you're telling me you're not good enough to go at least 500 or maybe a game below because Wiggins is back. Kaminga's balling right now. Dante DiVincenzo looks like he's the leader of the team now. Uh, and then Looney's going to look better if he's not playing on a back-to-back. Can so we- you've got way too many good players, man. You are not the Detroit Pistons. You need to – these are non-negotiables. You should be beating Charlotte at home. Yeah. You should be. You should be beating Portland at home. You should be beating Atlanta at home. Atlanta's terrible, dude. Like, just – By the way, I loved seeing that from Dante, but it brings up the same point. I I should see that from Draymond and Clay. I shouldn't be seeing that from Dante. It's great to see Dante kind of have a level of pride, be like, it's the Warriors. We shouldn't be doing this. You're the new guy also. I, I expect that from the main guys a little more. I think Draymond a lot. I think that's that's it. Clay's never done it. I, I kind of don't expect him to do it. I think Draymond to, to him, but where's Andre? I mean, Andre, is he going to be back at some point here? It's Highest not, paid it's, assistant in the league, assistant <laughs> coach in the league, right? <laughs> is, it, is it just, I know he, they don't have a timeline. They don't even talk about it, but they kind of need him on the floor right now. It'd be a good time for him to come back maybe, maybe by the new year. Like for the homestand, it would be nice for Andre to come back by the homestand. Uh, probably unrealistic, but they need him out there on the floor right now, man. There's just it's too much. Like uh, Ty, like would you rather see Andre or Ty Jerome, right? Even if Andre's a, a shell of himself, they that from that leadership perspective, there's only so much you can do on the bench. They need him on the floor. Maybe needs a strong word, but they need anything right now um, against these teams. I I don't want to take this in a different direction, but but we will. what do you think the front office does? If this team goes two and 10, if they are 16 and 25, if they do the thing they do often when Steph is out, where they all just quit and give up, you know what I'm talking about? Like, it's like, yes, they're losing their biggest talent, but sometimes you, you watch them play without Steph and it's like, bro, you're not even trying. Well, I mean, Draymond, literally, dude, you're not fucking trying. Um, but didn't we see this a couple of years ago? We saw this with the D'Lo Warriors when when Steph broke his hand and was out for the season. Um, we saw what they did at the trade deadline. They 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 dipped Cut under the tax. tax bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only way they can get under the tax bill is by moving big contracts. Yeah. I'm talking. I'm talking Wiggins, yeah. which they won't do. Um, which they shouldn't do. Dre, and they shouldn't. Just to be clear, Wig, um, Clay, which they probably can't do because <laughs> no one wants that. And then Draymond, which. I mean, you would just be saying it's over forever. Yeah. Like you would be saying it's over, not just this season. You're saying it's over next season because. Yeah. You're officially trying to build a new team. Maybe you can build another contender around Steph. I mean, I know you can, but like, you're clearly saying we're not doing it with the same core. Uh, It's not happening. So that I don't think that's going to happen. So what do you like? And and you could save some money trading Wiseman's fat contract away. But are they going to do that? That's unlikely too. So, oh, he's, he just got called back. I just saw that. We got to <laughs> talk on that too. He's Big Jim back. He's playing well. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just. What do you do though? Like, what can you do if they go two and ten? 
probably nothing. Probably not trade those con- probably not trade Wiseman I mean, for a vet. Like that's what we want, but that's probably not gonna happen. I don't think you're paying so here's here's what I'm thinking. If they if they go two and ten, which I don't know why we're fixated on that number, but whatever. They go let's just say the worst case happens. They have a disgusting 10 to 12 games that stuff. And now they're 10 games under 500 and they're snowballing. There's no way the front office is paying this much luxury tax to not even have a playoff game. Someone's getting moved on the flip side. If they keep alive and Steph comes back and they go on a little run, I think the complete opposite. I think the front office is like, these dudes, something's going on here and we have to get them a reinforcement because if we get them a reinforcement, they might make a run in the playoffs. That's going to make it, you know, I hate to say it's all about money, but when is it those, play, those playoff dates made the Warriors front office a lot of money. They Joe Lacob has said it a million times over. I'm not paying that much tax for a non-contender, which is fair. Which is fair. But the whole point is, okay, I have to cut the league a $200 million check of tax, just tax on top of the payroll. It's worth it. If I get 15 extra days of playoff revenue, it's not worth it. If they're the 12 seed, you know? And so for me, I think this span more than anything, we're going to find out if this team's all in or if they're going to make us disappointed at the trade. Both on the court and in the front office. Exactly. Exactly. On the court and in the front office. And I'm saying, Right or wrong, Steph's been carrying these dudes. A lot of people have not been playing up to their level, and Steph's been just bailing them with 40-point masterpiece after 40-point 27 points at the half, and they're down 20. What is that? 37, 8, and 7 through like three, two and a half quarters. Like, it was mid-third. He might have had a 50-point triple-double the way he was going. Like, and, and who cares? Like, he's done that so much this year. Now is it's kind of... We could criticize every player on the Warriors roster for how they've played this year, other than Steph Curry. Now's their time to prove to prove it. You know, now's the now's the time is the way I look at it. Cause it's because the season could very well be defined here. They they keep they keep alive. They might go on a run by proving they could keep alive without Steph when he comes back. No, they the fall apart. Is- I don't know if yeah. Steph could save it, you know. See, no, you're right. Season's defined here. Season's defined here in the next month. It's, it's- and I and I'm kind of cautiously optimistic that they'll figure it out. There's too many champions on the team. There's too many good players. It's yeah, you know. And um, the biggest Steph fan, but at some point you gotta you gotta nut up or shut up. I think that goes for Draymond especially. It's you're the I leader agree. now, and and you've and and looking at the schedule, it's doable. It's doable. And. To your point, if they can stay to that 500 mark and then get Steph back for supercharged, you know, Steph's exhausted, dude. Like, he shouldn't even have been playing that back-to-back last night with the way, but he has to, and he has to play. He has to play like he's in Boston <laughs> for the Warriors to have the chance. So I, I think, you know, maybe they lose by 30 on Friday in Philly, but I think they're going to have to look at themselves in the mirror and and kind of, you know, say to themselves, either we, either we pick ourselves up or the season's over. It's it's very very plain. Every, every movie cliche in the oh books right now. Every movie cliche in the books. This about to be this is about to be Dante just telling everyone I'm the captain now. <laughs> Look at me, I'm the captain now. Um, 
Okay, we mentioned Draymond, Clay, and Poole. We're, we're all in agreement there. We're kind of expecting Wiggins and Looney to be steady in their roles. Give me your one wild card player you think needs to – will establish themselves in this span to make a difference positively for the team. Um, there's the obvious one, so I'm going to go with another guy that I've been in love with, Moses Moody. It's time, brother. It's time. And I don't know who the brother is. Is it Steve Kerr or is it, is it Moses? I don't know. I don't know. But 15 minutes a game. They need big threes. 20. I want 20. 20, 20 minutes a game. They got 30 points per game to make up. Pool yep. and Clay aren't doing that alone. Yep. Yep. And um, that's that's what they need. to. That's what they need. That guy who can play a little bit of defense, can stick a three. He's, he comes in and he gets an open three and it's butter. Like they, that's what the Warriors need right now. Fine. Does he turn the ball over sometimes? Does he miss a defensive assignment sometimes? He does. Is he kind of slow? Yes, he is. You know who else is slow? Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb. Those guys are fucking slow. And those guys can't shoot. Uh, so it's, it's. I mean, Lamb can kind of shoot, but goddamn, that thing's ugly. I trust Moses Moody shot going in a lot he more. He can't shoot a, like Moody. Moody yeah. can, yeah. Kind of a One, fake shooter, but I, I think that's the guy. That's they have, What other choice do they have? That's the guy. And I'll, one, I hate you because that was mine. Yeah. Um, but I thought you would go, Domingo. So, no, that's it's fair. I Fuck mean, the trend. But what I was going to say is, I feel like part of the reason Moody hasn't played is because he's more of a scorer than Steve wants him to be. Yeah. Steve, Steve's like, Steph's a scorer, Poole's a scorer, Clay's a scorer. Um, I need, I need a Dante or a Lamb, a guy who's looking to be more of a ball mover than another guy looking for his own shot. And I don't agree kind with Steve. Fair, kind of fair. I, I yeah, I I kind of think it's needlessly harsh on sure, Moody. Sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they need the shooting now, and I think if Moody's going to get twenty plus minutes a game, is he going to replace Steph? Of course not. But can he be that third scoring guard that they need? I think he can, and I think the last few games he's shown that he can hit shots and and have some form of impact, now he's going to get more run because they can't just count on Poole and Clay to get 80 points a game. It's, they got to they gotta get it a little more. Kuminga's the other one. Let him do a little more. But Moody's got to give him a little more. Anyway, I agree. I agree because, I you know, Dante's coming on. And at this point, like, who, who are the other guys that you're going to rely on? There's nobody else. Like, you can't give – it's it's it, Wiseman's been playing well, but at the, for him, it's even like, then he's stay a, on the he's floor. a play finisher too. It's like they, they need another guy without Steph who like can pull can shoot it off the bounce. Really is the best way to put it, you know. So, all right, we're interesting times for Warrior Nation ahead. Interesting times. We'll be back later.